What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach & Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, December 15th. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And I'm Juanita Tolliver, and this is What A Day, where we hope that whether Argentina or France wins the World Cup, we can settle the debate of whether it's called soccer or football. Yeah, it feels like our country is kind of the odd man out on this one. As we usually are, Priyanka. Yes, seriously, (laughs) why is that? That's that good old American exceptionalism. We gotta be different. Main character energy. Eek, but in the worst ways. On today's show, Texas's attorney general reportedly tried to gather information about transgender people in that state. Plus, the White House plans to once again send out free at-home COVID tests. I'm so into that, but how are they going to pay for it? Congress has not appropriated more coins, so we'll see, but send out those tests, y'all. Money back, Joe. We'll always find a way. (laughs) Find a way and deliver again, you know? But first, we've got a bipartisan agreement on the framework for a spending bill to keep the government funded. And it's bringing out the claws amongst Republicans as McCarthy and others attack McConnell for supporting the spending package. It's like Republicans are giving us a sneak peek of the rancor to come in the next Congress as McCarthy and McConnell face off. Yeah, listen, the girls are fighting and we are... Here for it. Keep it going. I love drama. I live for drama. (laughs) I love mess. (laughs) (laughs) Congressional leaders in both chambers have been working on negotiating the terms of this bill for weeks now. And as soon as McCarthy got wind of the fact that McConnell was helping advance those talks, he decided to go run his mouth on television and called out McConnell by name. Listen to what McCarthy said. We're 28 days away from Republicans having the gavel. We would be stronger in every negotiation. So any Republican that's out there trying to work with them is wrong. So that includes McConnell? Does that include McConnell? Yes. Why would you want to work on anything if we have the gavel inside Congress? You just we have a stronger. Yes. (laughs) Wait till we're in charge. And apparently McConnell was completely caught off guard by this call out. Multiple senators described McConnell as being blindsided. But in response, McConnell told reporters on Tuesday that the bipartisan deal that's in the works is, quote, broadly appealing. And when asked about McCarthy's opposition yesterday, McConnell replied, quote, I like Kevin and I'm pulling for him to be speaker. (laughs) Wink. When I read that quote, I was like, oh, it's clear that the Republican girlies are fighting right now. Yeah, now he hates this man. (laughs) Should we all expect this tension to continue into the next Congress? Like, what's going to happen here? Yes and no, right? Like, yes, we should expect McConnell and McCarthy to be at odds as they've been on legislation that has passed recently, including gun reform, chips and manufacturing jobs and infrastructure investments. But we should also recognize two important things. One, even though McCarthy is hemming and hawing over the spending bill, in what world would he be able to unite the fractured GOP House conference to get to a deal if this went into the next Congress? And two, his opposition stems from the fact that he is still fighting for his life to get to 218 votes. So he's going to do and say whatever the Greens, the Gateses, and the Gosars of the world want him to do. He has no choice but to try his best to posture as a faux extremist in order to keep people like that on 
on his side. So yes, that energy is going to continue, but no, it absolutely will not be authentic. Yeah, but like, I feel like he doesn't even get any credit. Like, even if it's like he's just doing it to uh, like appease these people, it's still like, that's fucking crazy. Indeed, that part. That's you the baseline. Know, no credit from anybody for doing that. You mentioned that, you know, McCarthy is still campaigning to be the next Speaker of the House. How's that been going for him? Girl, it gets worse every single day. So like terrified to ask. McCarthy has advanced from debasing himself and accepting any terms laid out by Marjorie Taylor Greene to now passing out buttons that read okay. Mm. Like it's a lackluster calm strategy, right? Like, I mean, we saw that from him in the midterms, but this button, it's given the vibes like he's the okay, the weak, but safe option, you know? <laughs> Apparently, okay stands for only Kevin. What a sad oh, slogan. Like, I'm embarrassed. Jeez. This is like some high school level campaign. It is embarrassing. Add that to the fact that apparently Trump is now making calls on Kevin's behalf to right wing extremists in the GOP conference to try to get them on McCarthy's side. Now, we should not assume that those calls are going to be effective at all, but it's a new low that Trump has to be involved anyway. And we have to keep in mind that McCarthy has five Republicans who say they will never support him. And that's enough already to keep him from the golden number of 218. But on top of that, seven Freedom Caucus members have sent over a list of demands that includes the option to vote McCarthy out of the speaker post if he crosses them or pisses them off at any point. Honestly, I don't think McCarthy has any option but to accept these terms and try to pick off one of those never Kevin folks. (laughs) Jeez, what a... What a mess. Dark. For him. Yeah, this is going to be crazy. I mean, what else should we be keeping an eye on with regards to both the speakership and this omnibus bill? Look, keep an eye on the countdown to January 3rd and what deals McCarthy cuts in the meantime. And get ready for some mess. A messy GOP fight on the House floor in public in the new year. And with regard to the omnibus, watch for final votes later today on the continuing resolution to fund the government from December 16th to December 23rd. And then watch the negotiations on the final omnibus bill, which will run at about 4,000 pages and include about $2 trillion in funding. Of course, Republicans are still going to try to make cuts and Democrats are going to try to hold on to as much as possible while both parties will support language for the Electoral Count Act. So let's just say it's going to be a busy run up into Christmas Eve on the Capitol. Yeah, listen, you might be thinking like, oh, like it's so sad. They have to work up until Not. Christmas. Am I? No, these people <laughs> never work in the first place. Like maybe it'll be good for them to be pulling some extra shifts close to the holidays to understand what it's like for the rest of us out here. <laughs> Yesterday, also in the news, the Federal Reserve hiked its target interest rate by half a percentage point. That puts the benchmark at its highest level since 2007. All right, we've talked about this before, but let's do a quick recap. Why are they doing this and what can we expect from the higher interest rates? Yeah, so, I mean, if you feel like we've talked about this a lot this year, (laughs) you are not wrong. The Fed has raised interest rates seven times since March, from near 0% to around 4.5%, which is where it's hovering right now. They are doing this to combat inflation, and there are signs that it's been working. Inflation did slow slightly last month. I mean, still hanging out at just over 7%, which if you go to the grocery store, shop online, if you spend money on just about anything and you were spending money the year before, two years before, you have noticed that things are more expensive. Big change. You can tell. You can tell. It's not nothing. But back in October, that figure was around 7.7%. So right now, it's still high, obviously, but it's lower than what economists were expecting even for this month. So it is a positive sign. 
But the Fed still did raise interest rates, which means it'll become even more expensive to borrow money, whether that's via your credit card, mortgage rates, student loans, or car loans, whatever it may be. That is the effect of this on regular people and our everyday spending. And we know this is also going to disproportionately impact black and brown people, low income people who rely on credit cards, for example, to help right. make ends meet each month. This makes it more difficult for anybody who can't afford to pay all cash for right. everything that they need right. at any given time, which is really hard to do. And as you said, they've been raising rates for a while now. Was there anything different about this announcement, though? Yeah, so this time the hike was smaller. Central bankers raised the rate by half a percentage point versus the three-quarter point increase that they've done the past four times. And they did this because we have seen inflation slowing. But like I just said, inflation is still high, and this is not the last hike that we should expect to see. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said, quote, it's good to see progress, but let's just understand we have a long ways to go to get better price stability. So we should count on more rate increases into the new year. Policymakers forecast that the rates could reach between 5 and 5.25% wow. by the end of next year. So it's just getting more and more expensive to borrow money. Try to avoid if you can or if you know you need to, preferably do it now versus then because it's not getting better anytime soon. The Fed also revised some of its predictions for the coming year. For example, they expect unemployment to be slightly higher and slower GDP growth. And I mean, I hate to say it, but all of those things are consistent with the R word. Girl, like I've been watching the layoff announcements month after month, and mm -hmm. we're seeing it across all industries, tech, finance, like it's everywhere. So yeah. I've been feeling like this is where we've been headed towards for a minute. But do you really think it's a recession? I feel like if I whisper it, it's not real. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, you know, it's been what's on everybody's mind. I don't think anyone can tell you definitively. Certainly, I cannot. I am not an economist. <laughs> don't take your <laughs> advice from me in that respect. Jerome Powell says he thinks that the economy still could avoid a recession. But, you know, these policies and these forecasts aren't painting that same picture, or at least they're not quite yet. Right. And I mean, I don't envy the job of the people at the Fed at all. If they move too fast to combat inflation, it could backfire real quickly. If they don't do enough, it could get much worse out there. Seems like a very hard job. Yes. And I'm really hoping that they get it right for all of us. Obviously, we'll continue to follow this more on all of us very soon, but that is the latest for now. We'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants 
are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Survivors of the Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs testified before Congress yesterday, urging lawmakers to take action on gun violence and ensure the safety of LGBTQ plus people nationwide. The House Oversight Committee heard from three people who were there the night the shooters stormed the nightclub, killing five people and wounding 25 others last month. One of them was James Slaw. He, his boyfriend, and his sister were shot during the massacre. The fear-based and hateful rhetoric surrounding the LGBTQ plus community, especially around trans individuals and drag performers, leads to violence. It incites violence. We shouldn't have to fear being shot when we go to our safe spaces or anywhere for that matter. Oh, that just breaks my heart. That's the reality that it's become. And it's cruel and it's terrifying. And Congress needs to do something. Club Q owner Matthew Haynes and bartender Michael Anderson also testified before the committee asking lawmakers to ban semi-automatic weapons like the one that was used by the shooter. It's a simple request. Congress, take action. We've now learned the cause of American journalist Grant Wall's sudden death last week. According to his wife, infectious disease specialist Dr. Celine Gounder, the autopsy report revealed that Wall died of an aortic aneurysm. That's when a huge bulge forms in the wall of the large artery that carries blood away from the heart and suddenly ruptures. Dr. Gounder sat down with CBS yesterday and said this. It's just one of these things that had been likely brewing for years. And for whatever reason, it happened at this point in time. Oh, I'm so sorry for her and the rest of Grant's family. Wall collapsed Friday in Qatar while covering the World Cup's quarterfinal match between Argentina and the Netherlands. He was 49 years old. It's so sad. A new report from the Washington Post found that the Office of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sought out data on trans residents, raising concerns about how such information might be used to target them. 
According to the records obtained by the Post, Paxton's office asked the state's Department of Safety earlier this year to create a list of people who changed the gender markers on their driver's licenses within the last two years. Officials came back with 16,000 records, Mm. but reportedly struggled to identify which ones were actually related to someone transitioning. It's unclear exactly why Paxton's office wanted this information. Spoiler alert, probably not for anything good. Right. But given that this is the same attorney general that investigated families of trans children for child abuse earlier this year, yeah, yeah, we can probably guess that they're not trying to do anything great here. Right. Paxton's office has denied the existence of these records, but activists worry that such data could be used to keep Texans from transitioning or restrict their access to gender-affirming health care. This guy is just straight-up horrible dude, and he's clearly targeting a marginalized community, so mm-hmm. you just gotta go. Oregon Democratic Governor Kate Brown yesterday commuted the sentences of all 17 people on the state's death row. Their death sentences were changed to life in prison without parole. This is Brown's final month in office before Governor-elect and fellow Democrat Tina Kotek takes over. Brown has used her executive power of clemency extensively during her tenure. At the height of the coronavirus pandemic, Brown granted clemency or pardons to nearly 1,000 people convicted of crimes. Oregon is one of 27 states that still allows for the death penalty, but no one has been executed there since 1997. Yeah, if you're a Democratic governor around the country, if you're any governor around the country, I hope you're taking notes because you can do this and there will be very few consequences, if any at all. That part. And some news that's good if you don't think about it for too long. The Biden administration is reportedly reopening its popular partnership, a collab, if you will, with the U.S. Postal Service to send at-home COVID-19 rapid tests to households that request them at no cost. The move could be announced today as part of a broader COVID plan. Sources told Politico it's being funded using leftover money from the American Rescue Plan. Of course, we're all excited to get more packages in the mail, even if they are uncomfortable medical tests that make you sneeze a lot after you take them. But what's motivating the move is less of a cause for celebration, a potential winter surge in COVID cases that public health experts have long warned us about. Nationwide, the daily average of new infections has gone up by 55% over the past few weeks, according to the New York Times. But as we know, many new infections go unreported given the availability of at-home testing. This is a big deal as we go into holiday months and it's colder and people are gathering inside. And remember, I talked to the Surgeon General, Dr. Murthy, about this. And this was a big part of the funding that he was flagging and saying that Congress needed to do more because this is an example of what that money can be used for. So I'm excited to see the Biden administration find the coins to deliver this at a time when folks need it. Totally. And I mean, aside from the COVID of it all, I'm excited to feel like a woman in STEM every time I do that little COVID test (laughs) in my house. Yes. And those are the headlines. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, enjoy your packages from COVID Santa, Moneybag Joe, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just declining prices someday in the distant future, maybe like me, well, today is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Juanita Tolliver. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And, and goodbye, goodbye to, to the, the word soccer. soccer. We're done with that. We can rebrand everything now. It's football. Yeah. It's football. It's ball. <laughs>
What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. 